Welcome to the In The Clouds podcast. In The Clouds is a marketing cloud podcast powered by Lev, the most influential marketing-focused Salesforce consultancy in the world. Lev is customer experience obsessed, and podcast hosts Bobby Tishy and Cole Fisher have partnered with some of the world's most well-known brands to help them master meaningful one-on-one connections with their customers. In this podcast, they'll combine strategy and deep technical expertise to share best practices, how-tos, and real-life use cases and solutions for the world's top brands using Salesforce products today. Welcome to the big show. I think we got copyright infringement on that. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if anybody listens. Do you do you remember that though from uh, when Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann used to do Sports Center in the '90s, and they used to call it the Big Show as a oh, joke because no. it would irritate their bosses. I don't remember that. They would do you know the Sunday Night Sports Center, which growing up was like you know you can't can't miss Sports Center when it comes on because there was no internet for all you young kids out there. Boy, we sound old. Well, I sound old. Uh, but they like they um, they had no idea how popular the show was, and so um, they would start every show with "Welcome to the Big Show" as like just as a joke, and apparently it got everybody at ESPN really mad that they did that because they had like a huge obviously they had a huge audience, and the show was doing unbelievably, um, which I imagine is how we're doing. You know, we don't know that how, how many people are listening to this, but I just assume it's tens of millions of people. Yeah, and we make everybody at our company mad. So it yeah, kind of exactly. <laughs> I mean, the amount of jeal- jealousy and just um, you know rude notes that we get for um, hosting this podcast, uh, you guys wouldn't believe it. <laughs> and it, on that note, I mean, our our listenership, we got some metrics back from some pretty smart people, and it, from what we understand, we're off the charts. One of my favorite reviews was, um, we really appreciate that you guys don't show your faces on video cast. So I took that as a positive. Oh, I thought that was a great thing. You know, you got it. You got to take out the, you got to take the positive and everything. Yeah. The, um, the other thing I really liked was I really like your dead air. Like that right there. Yep. The review was that those are the best parts of the podcast. Let's do a couple more. One more. Those will probably make our highlights. I think so. So we did this last year where we did the best of the completely unrelated for the past year. And last year, we actually knew what the clips were ahead of time. This year, we don't know what they are. Uh, Our fantastic producer, Bree, is going to just pick them. So we don't know what they are. They could be good. They could be bad. I mean, they're... I think at best they're probably mediocre based on, you know, I mean, we did all of them, so they can't be that great. <laughs> probably a lot of dead air. Yeah. We're lucky. Yeah. Let's do one more. Boy, that's good stuff. Look out, Joe Rogan. <laughs> we're coming for that top spot. What are some other big podcasts? Bill Simmons, we're coming after you. Yeah, um, I never really got like real popular podcast never really was really like the, the really popular ones. I always just kind of like search for like really niche stuff what's the what's the NPR one that's really popular oh man I gotta look this up 
It's not even in the top 10. All right, let's look here. Smartless. Oh, with Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. We're coming after them. You know, now that I'm not in airports anymore, I never listen to podcasts. Well, no. No, I just I used to listen to a lot of them when I was just, you know, in airports. This American Life. That's what I was thinking of. Have you ever listened to This American Life? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, it's great. It's just like these individual stories that like people report on and like they don't like like they're not um any like they always have a theme to them, but there's not the podcast itself doesn't have like a ongoing theme. So they're like new individual stories. Sometimes each podcast has a couple stories in it. They're fun. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So anyway, we hope you guys enjoy the best of Completely Unrelated. Hope you guys have all had a great 2021. And we'll catch you on the flip side. So today we had, if you could see one band or artist live, um, current or in the past, so historically it could be anybody, um, who would it be? So Chad, I'll let you start. Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, you know, without without giving some mind-blowing answer, I, I, I got to go with Pearl Jam. I mean, I, you know, I, just a little, Eddie Vedder, from what I can tell, I've never seen him, puts his heart into his music. And I spent countless hours playing air guitar to that alive um, <laughs> guitar solo all through high school. And so... I feel like I would lose my mind and just melt in place if I got the opportunity to uh, to see those guys perform live. So, did you ever see them perform live? I did not. No, I. You know, it's funny. I I never was a big concert goer. I just I don't know. I think part of, part of me is just it's I love music and I, I it's always on in my house. Um, but they're just a pain in the ass. Can I say that? I mean, they're like <laughs> yeah. to see to see somebody like Pearl Jam would be you know for us we'd have to go to like Gillette Stadium and but I don't know. I have no patience for sitting in a, a traffic queue for an hour and a half to get a parking spot and you know. So no, I I mean I love live music. Um, but I've been mostly enjoying up here in Maine, like the little LL Bean concerts in the park where I, you know, my kids and I can go and, um, and just relax and they don't have to deal with all the shenanigans. So that's, that's the long and short of it. But. So quick sidebar. So you're yeah. obviously in the Boston area. Are you a Patriots fan? I'm not. No, I'm not. It's, I, uh, when I, I moved to California after college and I became an, a, a very passionate Chargers fan because the first place where we lived was right near Qualcomm Stadium. And oh, okay. being in a different AFC division, but um, you spend that long hating Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. That, like, <laughs> I, I came back and all my friends, like friends here, I, like I wanted, I, have, I own a Patriots hat, I own a Patriots shirt, but it feels weird putting it back on. So I don't know, I'm a man without a team right now, honestly, with Chargers moved to LA and um, I'm trying, I'm trying hard to get into the, the Pats, but I can't say I'm a huge fan yet. So we'll see. Awesome. Tom, how about yeah. you? Yeah, I would say I'm a Tom Brady fan, although it's hard to get used to the oh, Buccaneers. Me too. We, I don't we know, should have man. a whole we should have a whole new podcast <laughs> just about He's a goat. Tom. He's the best. <laughs> I'll defend him till the day I die. Um, and I would say Chad, Cole's I'm the opposite. A, Cole's having a coronary right now because he lives and dies by Peyton Manning. So. I'm, I'm going to skip out on the Tom Brady podcast, you guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say from a music standpoint, I'm the opposite, Chad. I, I go to live music. I probably go to about 
20 concerts a year. Um, I just love it. And I have a, a an 18 year old son now. So I've got a partner in crime, which is um, a blast. Um, and I actually did see Eddie Vedder. And it was funny. Um, the audience, for some reason, there was a kid in the audience that was throwing quarters at, at Eddie Vedder. And he literally stopped in the middle of the concert and <laughs> threatened to leave. The people didn't start throwing quarters. It was just kind of a really funky moment. But he, it was incredible, Chad. Like, you should definitely go if you can. Um, I would go to, um, I bought tickets actually on hope um, that this band is is actually going to be able to make it in July and, and things aren't going to be shut down. Um, it's a band called Blackberry Smoke. And um, you should check them out. You know, they're kind of a, a mix between, say, Tom Betty, Tom Petty and Southern Fried Rock. Um, it's such a really interesting band. I absolutely love them. That sounds cool. Yeah, I'm looking at them right now. The front man kind of has a Tom Petty vibe to him. Yeah, it's it's a uh, really good stuff. Really good stuff. Does that mean he has long blonde hair and wears a hat? Because that's when I think of Tom Petty. That's what he's I got long black hair or brown hair. Okay, all right, <laughs> right. <laughs> cool. Cole, how about you? Um, you know, I like it'd be one thing if because it's a loaded question and being historically like anything. So like it, I, I'm trying to avoid the, the cliche, like, you know, saying Beatles or, you know, everybody would want to see like Led Zeppelin or, or Backstreet Boys live. Right. Am I right? You know, <laughs> um, I think, I don't know. I've always had a weird thing for doo-wop. It'd be something to see like Dion and the Belmonts live. But I think if I had saw like, I guess I would go cliche with it. Just if I saw one single most like, um, you know, politically and musically influential figure i'd probably want to see bob marley live Oof, uh, yeah. yeah i would love to see that too that would that would be that would be wild plus he was just you know such like uh uh you know a high energy little yeah. guy I, I would love to have seen that so yeah i would probably have to go with with bob but there's a lot of good i mean queen it's, it's hard mm. it's hard to know that one down but I, i'd go with Tom marley what that's about a you? feel good answer cole i like it yeah. these days. his <laughs> message his message reigns true man right? yeah positive vibes right cool. very cool <laughs> bobby what about you and you can't say back well, i already mentioned that. <laughs> i know that that was gonna be one of them for sure i have the musical tastes of a 14 year old girl and so <laughs> Taylor Swift. I, just, <laughs> I just said this to uh, my wife like two days ago, I said, as soon as the pandemic is over and we can start going to concerts again, I want to go see Justin Bieber and the Jonas Brothers. Wow. Oh. And uh, so all of your historical great music uh, um, uh, requests are great. But, you know, when I need a, a little pick me up or if I just want to have a little jam session in the car, it's one of those two. So I, I never said that my musical tastes were good, but, uh, but it was one of those two for sure. I was going to say, did you end the podcast already? Or is this before? <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> yeah. As the ending of each of our podcasts, we have a completely unrelated. And today's is who's your famous best friend? And what I mean by that is who is, uh, who is someone that um, is either, well, I guess it doesn't really have to be a celebrity, but someone who you think you'd like to have as your best friend or in your mind, they're your best friend. They just don't know it yet. 
<laughs> Bobby stocks right. a lot of celebs, so his list is long and distinguished. All right. Uh, well, yeah. Do you guys want me to go first? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. All right. So that's a, it's an interesting question. Um, I'm going to pick somebody that I probably would have a lot in common with. So I'm going to go with a comedian. So uh, Mike Birbiglia. I feel like he and I would get along really well because he usually has a lot of awkward encounters and awkward stories. And I feel like that's, I've got, I can relate to that. I feel like they have that a lot. So, um, you know, I find myself in, in, you know, awkward situations or, or saying the wrong thing. So that would, are you awkward? Uh, apparently. So, (laughs) or I also just think that I'm hilarious. I'm probably about half as funny as I think I am. And uh, so we'd probably get along in that area at least. I'm pretty sure just about every guy thinks they're hilarious. Every, I think every guy thinks they're hilarious and also thinks that they could fight. Like if it came down to it and there was a rumble, be like, I'd be okay. Oh yeah, for sure. Totally. <laughs> Cole, what about you? Uh, Bobby, Bobby strikes me as the type of guy who walks into a room and is like, yeah, I'm funnier than anyone in this room and I can beat them all up. So I got that going for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, only when i walk into an empty room yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my celebrity best friend you know I, I i guess the first one that popped out to me uh and if you're a local indie you'll probably appreciate it more would be peyton manning um i don't know i just think he's he's a huge goofball um i uh, i've heard stories apparently he's a pretty fun guy off the field um, but I think retired Peyton Manning probably has to be, I just imagine like meld all of the, um, funny one-liners and personality you see in like all of like the commercials that he's still in. Um, and I, I just kind of imagine that's what it's like hanging out with him. So yeah, that, that's probably my, my go-to. Have you seen Peyton's places? Uh, you know, I'm not, I've seen the ads for it, but. Okay. It'd, it's pretty good. Cool to, yeah. It'd be cool to hang out with him and hang out with somebody who has a bigger forehead than me. So. <laughs> <laughs> so i'd rival I'd him to, though i would rival that i'd love to see the ruler come out and be like oh. <laughs> <laughs> i think mine mind? mine would have to be uh there's this uh world famous podcast host um, his name's cole fisher and uh i think you know i think he and i would get along pretty well uh, i seem to have a pretty a good sense of humor <laughs> what's that so i heard that guy's a chump <laughs> no talent i I, I would actually go with a, another comedian as well, uh, Nate Bargatze, who I think he actually has a, an, another Netflix special coming out soon. But uh, just very, um, like my my favorite kind of humor, just very like low key, like just really funny situations. Um, and he seems like he'd be a fun guy to hang out with. Like I've heard a few interviews of him as well. And um, I mean, I don't know if you would be able to beat everybody up and be funnier than everybody the way I am, but uh, I think it'd be fun to hang out with. Well, and you could take him, so, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's a benefit, exactly. too. That's, that's, that's just yeah. good friend chemistry right there. Maybe if I like, if he and I became friends, I could be his muscle. <laughs> there you go. You <laughs> bouncer. Hey, a flabby, unskilled fighter as your muscle. So shifting to completely unrelated, thinking about the favorites, your favorite sitcoms, do you have a all-time favorite sitcom character? Ooh, 
a tough one. I feel like you already have one teed up. I really, I really don't. I, because I, I think it's just, you know, like anytime someone asks you, you know, what's your favorite this, I always think of like five or 10 things. It's really hard to kind of narrow it down to one. Like I would immediately think of uh, Kramer and George from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. I would immediately think of uh, Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development. Uh, I, I feel like if I do go with those types of characters, like they're usually not like, yeah, I think to your point, like they're not main characters. They're off the beaten path a little bit. And they're, yeah. there's some sort of oddity to them that makes them that nostalgic. Like, like I was going to say, like Kramer is one of the ones that stands out to me as well. Um, and it's, you know, not because you can necessarily relate to him, not because there's, you know, some inherent qualities that are so admired or, you know, it's just because he's so weird and funny and quirky. And like, it's something like that. that makes it makes so odd that it stands out. It's almost like those, uh, like the, you know, the character actors where it's hard for them to break out of that. You know, like you could never see Michael Richards and anything else and not think of Kramer. Same thing with Jason Alexander and George Costanza. Yeah, the almost tight like cast with, because it was such a good fit. Yeah, which is like really cool and really sad at the same time. Like it stinks that Jason Alexander hasn't really had a whole like as big of a role as he had in Seinfeld since Seinfeld but at the same time he doesn't because he had so much success on Seinfeld so it's this it's kind of this weird dichotomy but the uh like a couple other ones that I think of are Sam Malone from Cheers basically every character in Golden Girls I knew you were gonna say Golden Girls (laughs) (laughs) I can't, I'm trying to think of something that's more recent. So that way we don't totally sound like we only watch TV from the 80s and 90s. <laughs> I mean, I don't, don't like, well, I, I was going to say Blame Me Twirled, but that's not, I mean, that was still late 90s, early yeah, 2000s. That's still, not, that's still not recent, but. Oh, golly. Yeah. They, they did a good job, I tell you, they did a good job on characters. Um, you know, I would say something like I, I've I've had this. I wouldn't necessarily put him in, in my top, but in the office, um, Kevin Malone has probably the highest <laughs> ratio of funny lines to actual overall lines. Most of the things he says are just like one off in the background, but they're very funny and they're very fitting to just his character. There's usually like a fat or a dumb joke in there for him, you know. But like he doesn't have much of a, you know, a, a front row presence in most of that cast. So those, those types of characters where it's like that oddity kind of doesn't really, somebody that you wouldn't make a main dish, but still is a great compliment to the rest of the show. Was Kevin the one that spilled the chili? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That episode was great. The, the only person I can think of that was like within the last 10 years would be Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Yeah, that's a great character. He's just, yeah, he's just, it's kind of like the George Costanza, like the reason I love George Costanza is because he's so, he's so angry and miserable all the time. And it's kind of that way with Ron Swanson. Like he's so, he's just, he's just, there's no development of Ron Swanson, right? Like it's just, this is the character 
and that's who he is for the run of the show. Yeah, and every every line or every reaction from him is expected, but it's exquisitely accurate to what it what he is. Yeah, that's so true. It's it's you you kind of have an idea of what he's going to say, and yet every time the delivery is great. It's still hilarious. Let's uh, move on to completely unrelated. So what are some of the worst colloquialisms, the worst like overused uh, terms, phrases, you know, business idioms that like just get drilled into the ground that you refuse to use or try not to use? Well, that's a great question, Cole. I think we should take this offline, see if there are any synergies that we could get <laughs> from double clicking into this a little bit more. <laughs> Good point. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. It is what it is. Uh, those are <laughs> those are my two big bugaboos. Like you know, so well, you know, it is what it is. Like I know it's what it is. Like that that, that tells me nothing. Uh, <laughs> that that gives me no more information. Um, or the I'm not gonna lie. I think it must have been like 15 years ago. You know, somebody popularized I'm not gonna lie, and now every time I hear it, I'll I'll just like interject. Like, hey, thanks for not lying. Should I, should I just, should I assume if you don't preface, preface with, I'm not going to lie, that this is just a blatant, a bold-faced lie here? I think my, one of my favorites too, and I'm guilty of this, is repeating the answer someone just told me so that I can buy myself more time before I have to start talking again. <laughs> well, like, so you're up? saying that the sky is blue. <laughs> well, I think one of the new ones that came out with going fully digital is bio break and I, I, does that fall into a colloquialism cole i don't know but i'm, I'm bothered by it biological break i like that so pc i know I'm what you're doing <laughs> how about uh give me five minutes i've been on back-to-backs oh no you just say like hey give me five minutes but like they want you to know they've been on calls all day like guys i'm real busy most of the calls were probably like this one <laughs> <laughs> full of purpose and getting things done <laughs> any other ones part oh parking lots a good one mm. i feel like that's one of your favorites though bobby like secretly, like this is too big of a topic. Let's put it in the parking lot because I don't, I don't want to address it right now. Whenever I say that, I basically mean let's not talk about it ever again. That kind of a parking lot. Um, I think the other one. Did we talk about this one? Double click. Oh goodness. The problem is, Nick, you say that all the time. You just. Yeah, but I always preface it with, I hate, I hate to say it, but let's double click on that. <laughs> that makes it even worse because you're taking the time <laughs> to outline that you don't like this phrase and yet you're still saying the phrase. I'm looking for other options if you guys have any. One thing recently uh, that my wife pointed out to me that I started saying a lot was for lack of a better term. You got to get it to thoric. Instead of just saying, you know, 
hey, this seems, for lack of a better term, a little confusing. Why don't you just say this seems a little confusing? Can everyone see my screen? <laughs> Can you guys oh. hear me okay? <laughs> oh, what are some other ones that have come up since uh, COVID? Um, sorry, I was on mute, but that one's overdone. Oh gosh, yeah. That's a good one. The virtual backgrounds have been interesting. I think at least half of them were beaches. And then you say, oh, I like your background. That's where I wish I was. <laughs> <laughs> I have yet to see one of just flames in the background and somebody's like, yeah, I'm in hell right now. <laughs> uh, it'd be great. You know what we should do is we should create one that's like your calendar and it just shows back-to-back -back meetings all day. <laughs> <laughs> I was on one the other day and, and uh, somebody had a, an actual background of like the ocean or anything like that. So we, oh, is that a virtual background? They're like, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, at a condo on the beach. And like everybody got really quiet and shameful because like, you know, they traveled somewhere nice and we're all stuck in our, you know, our offices at home. So we hope you guys enjoyed the best of completely unrelated. Again, we don't know the, what the clips were. But I thought the second one was hilarious. Ah, uh, third was my fave. Uh, right. The fourth one really brought back some memories for me. <laughs> and to bring out the cleanup, Kleenex. Boop, 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 boop. I feel like it's one of those like, you know, Saved by the Bell episodes or, you know, like the, the 80s and 90s like sitcoms where they're like, man, we've had some good times on this show. Check this out. And then they just like <laughs> show highlight clips. And all, like all they had was like Zach Morris for, for the week to do like a five minute intro and outro i thought you were going to do i thought you were going to go a different direction with that where this episode of the podcast is immediately like a saved by the bell hit and people are just going to be referring to it for all time do you ever want to get a hold of like a saved by the bell resume because they were like class president captain oh, of like gosh. every single sports team uh like i don't know what wouldn't that have just been you on everything <laughs> <laughs> From from the guy who told me that he loves school, especially uh, passing period. <laughs> <laughs> passing period was my favorite. I I was in like every club and yeah, I, I I think I was inspired by Zach Morris and AC Slater. It's I mean I don't know how you couldn't be inspired by Zach Morris. I I was more of a Zach Morris guy. I mean AC Slater, totally understand, but he's more of an athlete, and I'm not. <laughs> so. I, I kind of, if, if we're going with roles here, I think you're AC Slater. And I, I think know, I'm Screech. I've, I've, seen your, I've seen your moves on the court. I don't know, man. B-balling. <laughs> I've, I've seen. I've... The one basketball video of me bringing the ball to the floor <laughs> and falling down. <laughs> it's the only video. And I know you can play basketball, but it's the only video I've ever seen on you. And it's you dribbling and just falling over by yourself. <laughs> and no one's around you. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, you know, I hate to end this on a somber note, this, this podcast, but um, we do have some sad news. Mm. Based on the unbelievable popularity of this podcast, uh, the, the demand for Cole and I has really gone through the roof. And we're, we're in some contract negotiations right now with Lev, but we're not sure how it's going to end. You know, our contract is up on December 31st. So this might be the last podcast you hear from us. And it, it's, you know, it's been a good time. I hope we get to continue it, but I don't know what's going to happen. We're, pull, we're pulling a preseason Aaron Rodgers. 
MLB on strike. It's a real power move, but I think it's going to pay off. I think so too. You know, my mom says I should know my worth and I don't know what that means, but apparently it means holding out for something. My dad calls me worth less. <laughs> you know, I think, I think we should hold out for the Randy Savage promotion. If we can get Randy Savage as a paid spokesman, I think that's all we would need. I think that would validate my entire life. That would be a, that could be a tall order. I'm not sure how feasible that's going to be. Is Randy Savage still alive? No, he's not, Bobby. <laughs> Boy, this podcast has really taken a left turn or a right turn. I don't know which one. Maybe a U-turn. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy your holiday season. As always, you can reach out to us at in the clouds at lovedigital.com. And we'll see you in 2022. Maybe.